0: Hello everyone, it is Red Teens here, and today we have another commentary, but it's more of a debunking video than a commentary, because I recently went on Fox on YouTube, and I knew that there was definitely going to be some kind of liberal content, and I found this video named how Fox News is breaking their own rules. Fox News is obviously, as you know, has been called the Trump Network. But, it tried to state how Fox the News was trying to set an example, but they were instead campaigning for, like, Republicans. They were trying to show it as a terrible thing, and that they should be doing it. There's many journalists from, like, CNN and like that, who have, they haven't publicly supported their candidate, but they've definitely supported their candidate and have tried to, to pick them in a good, better light than a Republican. And so... I just find it confusing how Vox News wants to talk about how they're trying to be doing something illegal when this entire idea of supporting candidates started from like the 2016 election with all the mainstream media going in a frenzy and trying to keep Trump from being elected. Because you could tell that most of the coverage, and this has even been shown, that most of the coverage the mainstream media has shown about 60% of it on Trump was negative. That is a that is legitimate proof that the mainstream media is against Trump. And so, we don't need to go into the mainstream media. It is just a whole another it could be another episode if you i wanted to, but I'm going to keep it on topic on Fox. They it talked about how Fox News was just supporting candidates and how Sean Hannity during the uh, midterm election publicly spoke at a Trump rally, and I just virtually told myself it's his choice, it's not, he's not choosing, and it was a surprise by his standards. He said it was a complaint total surprise that he wanted Sean Hannity to come up on stage, and so it doesn't mean that he purposely planned it, that just means that Trump wanted him to come to stage. And Sean Hannity, if you know him, he's like a big anchor, he's a, oh not an anchor, a big broadcaster, one of the, I think, I think he's been rated like the top broadcaster, I think, for the last two months or something like that, and so, I think Vox is trying to say is that if you support anyone publicly, it's bad, but if you do it in secret, it's okay, and that's what de- many people on, like, Vox do, they... They want to try depicting themselves as debunking and trying to spread sh- truth to the world, but in real life, they're just showing, they're just secretly supporting them, and then they're trying to make everyone else who supports Trump and Republicans look like idiots. And so it's, it's just something that I find astonishing that they want to do that. It just makes no sense for them to try, and try telling how it's so bad when they've obviously supported candidates. Look at. Look at CNN. It went into shock after the 2016 election. Look at CNBC Rachel Meadow had an ento- had an enormous meltdown. Like, she was a literal, like, it was horrible. She was just cussing and everything. It was a terrible day to even be watching MSNBC. And then, including with the young Turks, they all got just mad. Even though they said that they were going to be calm, they just got raged. And then, Anna or whatever her name is, started yelling, About how every single woman who voted for Trump, calling them a effing idiot. And so, if they want to talk about how Republicans are publicly showing support, then they can't just talk about that when they are when they're on live television and they're like getting really mad over the election result and saying it's unfair. This was oh, this is a white flush. No, you're just getting mad because you didn't get your way. And so, we don't need to go into this because I don't think it's much of anything else. But, in a sense, if you're going to attack a person or a group, then you got to not, you cannot attack them if you've already done it before. Because Vox News is not some little innocent show that's trying to debunk stuff. No, it is, it is a really big democratic stronghold of a news network. And so, I want to end it out there with just saying... If you want to attack someone, you can't do what you think was bad that they did and try to think that you'll get away with it. And so we'll move on to in France. And if you've heard about France, you know about the Yellow Vests who are protesters. I'm kind of mixed on them. I have heard hearing things from the Yellow vest, From the Yellow Vests. I'm not very sure what they're trying to do. I agree with but I actually agree with the protest against oh, Emmanuel Macron or whatever his name is, President Macron, because he, if you remember, some months ago, I think one or two months ago, he was talking about how nationalism is terrible and how we should, or, but then he's the one actually like being controlled by a certain group in France, and he's actually a nationalist. If you look at him, he's trying to make. It's a great country. And I've also heard this report that French people are, in fact, saying in some of the protests that they want Trump. Well, obviously you want Trump. Because look at what America was before that, and look at what America is now. It's so much better, and I don't need to get into the achievement, because I've talked about this in at least two podcasts. So, I don't know. I think ten people have died. That's what the article said from CNN it's said about 10 people have died due to, like, I think the protests, at least. And so, I don't want to, like, I don't know really what's go- I don't really know what's really with the yellow vest. I know, all I know is that they're protesters, that they're probably protesting against President Macron, but I'm not very sure on what their ideologies of anything are. And, so in a sense, I'm not going to try going farther into it because I don't know much about what they support or what they don't support. So I think we're going to then move on to our next news article, which is from CNN. And it is talking about lawmakers trying to make a new deal with Trump in order to get rid of the partial from its shutdown. Yeah. And so I reported on it last night telling you guys that yeah the government shutdown was very likely going to happen and so it did but I think now they're trying to get it removed because as I said before it could possibly hurt the economy and the government itself so I don't know what they're going to try doing I have no idea what they're going to try doing but if it gets us the the 5 billion dollars or at least 3 billion dollars for that wall I'll be okay with it But if you're just going to try passing some bill that you guys support but not, then... And I know, I'm kind of encouraging not helping, but... I don't want the Democrats just to get an excuse why they can just deny that bill and then say, Oh, you have to pass ours because it would be terrible if you didn't because it would... Well, you didn't pass our bill, so... Why do we have to pass your bill? Hmm? Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. It's, It's because, like... They want to talk about how Republicans are just arrogant and how they're just stubborn. If they're so stubborn, though, why is it that they of the group that were trying to get the bill passed and you were the group that was in the mix? You were trying to get passed at the same time you were doubting it. And so that brings on another, like, topic. It brings on another topic of was this is this going to do anything to like, cause I live in, you know, the household. I'm not sure what it's going to do to the base. I'm not very sure. But my mom did like, she had a retirement party and like that. And so I'm not, so we're technically not like part of the base anymore. So, but still, I think it's going to cause some problems. It's going to pop. It's probably going to hurt the government more in the sense of how much money they get overall. And I guess that would really be it. And so I want to move on to our next topic, which is going to be some comments on Antifa. And that's going to be also SGWs. Antifa, as you know, is the socialist group. And I'm not going to back now. It is a socialist group, it supports the ideas of not communism, but A a lower type of communism which is socialism. They believe that socialism is right and they also believe that anyone who opposes their ideology is a fascist. That's literally it. Even if you're a moderate Democrat and you don't agree with all of their ideologies, they're gonna say that you're a fascist. It's just that simple. They're not going to care. They're just gonna say you're a fascist and we're just gonna keep saying that you are even though clearly you're not a fascist you're just a person that doesn't support all of the ideologies that they do and i think i've talked and i think i've talked about antifa i despise them for their use of violence against americans who are just trying to live their lives but and they actually before about two months ago it attacked Tucker carl carlson They actually went outside his home and started, I think, throwing stuff at his house. Obviously because, if you know Tucker Carlson, he's definitely a voiced out conservative. And so, I'm just very confused how they're trying to, how they're trying to spread, how they're trying to say that they're spreading a peaceful message when they're the same group that's attacking cars on on the road, throwing stuff, assaulting people who are not part of their ideology I just find a huge problem with that and so in a sense an antifa just needs to know you're not going to get your ideology to people faster you're going to just tell them that why is that we're gonna support a group that attacks literally everyone who doesn't support and I also believe that they're unpatriotic because they I think I think they've stomped American flags before, they've destroyed more, patriotic, because they didn't like America, they didn't think America was good, so they just stomped on, like, flags and, like, tried to burn some. And I feel extremely offended when a flag is burned. When a flag is burned, there's a much bigger difference between the flag, like, falling on the ground accidentally and having to be burned, like, because it fell. That's a much bigger difference than you just burning the flag because... Saying, oh, he's not my president. He's your president. You just don't support him. So, in a sense, deal with him. Yeah, you might get your Bernie Sanders in like two years, but I don't think so, in my opinion. And so, I just want to conclude with saying is that this anti-folk, they're violent. They are. You do not want to mess with them if they're in numbers. If they're in numbers. You don't want to mess with them unless you have let of your friends with you that can help. But if they're like alone, they're compl- they're very weak. I'm just saying. I've seen videos of them alone. They are they won't even try. They won't try to fight you like unless they're with like 20 other people because then they know that you that you're outnumbered like 20 to one. And so, I want to move instead to another group that I have found some hatred for. And they are known as the Social Justice Warriors. They are a what I call the extreme socialist feminist club. They're, they are virtually socialist. That, that's it. They, they're virtually like Antifa, except they're feminist. And so they've led many rallies. They led the Women's March with Mandala. And she obviously talked about blowing up the White House, which is, let's just say, that's a terrorist act. For one thing, and two, that's and two, it's on more, and I find it confusing that she never got at least arrested for saying that in a public speech. She didn't say this in like Twitter, no, she said this publicly. She said this in a whole speech with tens of thousands of people, and nothing ever happened to her. Like, if I said, Oh, I want to just, I want to kill Obama, I would get arrested. But I'm like a a freaking like Democrat, a Democrat Hollywood star, I would just get a little bit of, don't do that again or you're going to hurt us more than you. And so that's another way the system is getting corrupted more, is because they are instead getting all these things that they can do. They can attack anyone without any charges. Like, just look at Portland where the Antifa riots happened. Portland's become a crap. It's become a crap hole. And I could say another thing, but I'm not going to say that because I don't want to be explicit. And it's a crap hole. The city itself is just ridding with crime. It's just failing overall. And the main reason is because is it's been, Antifa has been stationed there, heavily, so they're just trying to put their ideologies out there and say, oh, if you don't like it, we're going to assault you and we're going to attack anyone you know, because we don't like people who don't like our ideas and so the social the social justice warriors i don't know they're not really that violent but it depends on what it mostly depends what happens i think they're more of just very annoying because they i've seen many footage clips of them they are just there was one guy who i think his name was something like I think his name, I think it was, I forgot what his name was, but it sounded like something like you would tell to a woman offensively, but it was actually his name. Like, and she called that he was sexually harassing her, and he later found out that that was actually his name. That wasn't, he wasn't telling that to her. He was telling, telling her that a specific thing, but he was telling her that that was his name. But she just thought, oh, he's saying something sexist to me arrest him. Put him in jail for 50 years for sexism. Yeah, and and this kind of brings me back to, I think, two podcasts ago when I talked about Brett Kavanaugh. The Social Justice Warriors were probably the biggest group when they heard about Brett Kavanaugh. They were just trying their best to depict Kavanaugh as a rapist and like that. And if you know, I supported Kavanaugh, and I felt very bad for him considering what he had to go through just to get into the Supreme Court, and it was it was a terrible time. It was a horrible time for probably him and his family to see that, that not only was he getting all these charges which obviously were never even proven true and were likely false, but at the same time, he was also getting all of these threats from all these feminists who believe, because they have that motto of, if the I always believe the women. Which is very, very bad, considering that what happens if the woman actually was lying? They would probably say, no, the woman's not lying. She was just, she was just forced into lying by the man. Like, I feel like they make up all these conspiracy theories about men. They just want to make people believe. And this also leads to another video. Another video I saw was a group, I forgot what they were. I I think they were kind of like social justice warriors, but they were like five to six year olds like it was weird and they were talking about how it was a, how all the kids were somehow gender fluid they were not gender fluid they just thought they were because they were believe, they were told that they knew what they knew that they were gender fluid. they were not they barely knew probably what they were between non-binary and transgender is. And this woman tried telling the kids is that white men, are lazy and they're rapists. That's virtually what she said, is that they're lazy and they're rapists. And she virtually told them never to stay body. You know what that is? That's called racism and, stereoty- and stereotyping someone. Because that means, oh, if I'm like a 14-year-old and you walk by me, you're going to think, oh, I'm a racist, a racist rapist. Just because your teacher told you so. And I find that extreme, I find that as one of the main reasons why our generation right now is just going to end up so terribly. I've talked about this to my mom and like that, but I've told her she lived in a generation that was so much better than ours. But she said, but you have all this technology. We didn't have this kind of health. No, I was like, it's not that it's the kids. It's literally just the kids in the education we get because the kids now are just they're a terrible. They believe in non-binary gender, so you can be a robot, virtually, and uh, you can be both sexes, which is just really stupid in a sense, because it's it's stupid. It's just stupid, because you're virtually saying, oh, I can be a boy and a girl at the same time, and if you don't agree with me, you're a homophobe, a transophobe, an Islamophobe, and you're against LGBTQ. That's virtually what they say. And so, I just find that so astonishing that, because I feel like parents always tell their kids they now live in such a better generation because they have, like, all the video games and the health, and the healthcare they can get now, like, because then, because my mom's about, she's already in her 50s, so she was born in about 60s where brackets are, like, just large on their mouth, it was, like, a really terrible thing. Now we live with brackets that still hurt, but they're much more effective and they're a lot less, like, they're a lot less more uncomfortable, more of what they say. But I think that overall our generation is going to grow up to be a really terrible generation. I just believe that heavily, or at least the next generation. And so I also, I want to move on from this subject because I've talked about this for I think a little bit too long. but. I also now have to move on to another video which talked about how gun control was great. It was talking about how there was over 300 mass shootings. The fact is, over half of those mass shootings, I think at least one tenth of them were suicides. One tenth of those mass shootings were suicide, and those are considered mass. They are con- or not mass shootings, but they're cons- considered school shootings because someone shot. But. They're counting, like, every single shooting. They're not counting, like, a school shooting or a mass shooting, like, shooting bunches of people. Over half of those shootings actually resulted in not even, maybe three injuries, but not, like, deaths. They did almost, over half of them didn't even result in deaths. And it also tried to say is that if we disarmed the attackers, it would obviously help. And I, I think I've talked about this before, but if you disarm the people and make it harder for them to get weapons, guns to protect themselves and their family, you're not helping. You're not disarming the attacker. You're just giving the attacker a better chance of winning a fight. Because what happens if? Because look at the difference between a family with a gun and the family that doesn't have a gun. The family with a gun. First scenario: the attacker moves in. They don't have any weapons. Maybe they might have a bat or something, but they don't really have much of anything else. They almost want to think it's shot and dies eventually. Yeah, then they escape with lots of of their stuff and and without any injury. Or at least a hit. The family with a gun. They have a gun and those attackers are shooting at them. They can disarm the attackers at least. Rather than when the other family couldn't do really much of other than try to disarm them. By hand, which was which is obviously suicidal in many ways, and it kept saying about oh gun, we have to have gun control. These school shootings and mass shootings are all because Republicans are just arrogant and they love their gun, and the Second Amendment was just made for muskets. For one thing, there was automatic weapons in that era, and you might think not, but look up the first automatic weapon. If you look up the first ever automatic weapon, I don't mean like automatic as in machine gun, I meant like, because there was a gun, there was in a sense a machine gun, made in like about at least the 1600s or the early 1700s that could fire 25 bullets per minute. That would sound extremely slow down, but that was like revolutionary. That was like the first ever machine gun. So that obviously debunks the myth that it was made for muskets. No, it was not made for muskets. It was automatic weapons then, and the Founding Fathers, they're not stupid enough to think that, oh, there's not going to be automatic weapons in the future. Society's not going to advance. No. They already made up a political ideology that was never before even tested. Do you think that they're stupid enough to think that it's society's weapons when it advance? Well, if you do, then that's... That's your, that's your problem, not mine, but, and that, obviously, debunks that myth, but, also, they also tried to present as not it wasn't mental health, and it was just people with guns. Yeah, there, I can admit, sometimes, people, they don't have mental health, and it was all out planned for many day for many months, but, many of these cases, I'm not saying all, I'm saying many, have involved mental health, because, Look at, like, the shooter at the gaming center about some months ago. He was okay. Like, he was in the gaming tournament. He was just having fun gaming. But, all of a sudden, he just went on a rampage and started shooting everything. And so, and there's, and look at Nicholas Cruz. He had sent out many photos talking about how he loved guns and how he wanted the kills thing, I think even then, one text talked about shooting up a school, the FBI never followed it, because they thought it was just something cool, and my belief is, you don't need to put a federal investigation, but you need to at least alert the area where he lives to put at least some kind of investigation, not a big one, but at least some kind of investigation into the matter, to at least make sure that he's just talking about it in a more of like a gangster team kind of way. And so I think that's going to be it, because I don't think I really have much of anything else. I might upload another podcast today if I get any more breaking news stories. And so, yeah, I think that's it. Thank you for listening, and have a great Saturday.